Welcome back to Get Fitty With It. I am your co-host, Holly Stark. And I'm your co-host, Mary Sorensen. And today we are joined with another guest. So today we interviewed Sam Pinsons, um, who you guys will hear. We kind of talk about how we met via Instagram and stuff like that. But she is just, she's got really fun energy. And like, I really like chatting with her. She like set me up for that Sunday. Like I felt like I was just ready. It was like energized. Yeah, I agree. It was like, like that motivation, you know, like that, that good energy. Yes, definitely. For sure. Definitely. And so I'm really excited for you guys to listen to the episode. We dive into a lot with like Sam's journey, um, how she got into fitness, some of her mental and spiritual kind of routines. And we talk a lot about like overtraining and under eating and those sort of things. I, I don't know what to call them, but like, so I, many- yeah, I would say in those categories, like in that category of just overtraining and under eating, um, that's kind of like our focal point for most yeah. of it. Yeah. And so it's a really fun episode. And like I said, she just has great energy. So you'll definitely feel like a a shift vibration by the time you're done with it. Yeah. If you're listening to this in the morning, like good, because this is going to set you up for your day. Definitely. Like this is going to get you going. So definitely. So with that being said, well, let's get into it. See you on the other side. Hey guys, it is a get fitty with it. I'm Holly. I'm Mary. And we have the beautiful Sam. How do you say your last name, Sam, before I just butcher it? It's Pinson's, like the season S. Oh, I was going to say Pinson's. That's what I was going to add. That's what I've been saying. I was going to add a letter. So glad I asked. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, I'm sure you guys heard a little bit about this in the intro, but I, me and Sam connected out over Instagram and she started connecting with us via the podcast Instagram. And then her and I connected on my Instagram. And I personally just loved your energy and just kind of what you're sharing. And you're someone who I feel like is very like me and Mary in terms of like really seeing uh, like fitness and health, but through all angles. So taking in that mental aspect, that spiritual aspect, and always wanting to like learn more on those aspects as well. So that's what really drew me to you personally. So thank you for being here, first of all. Of course. Of <laughs> and course. to get started, can you just tell us a little bit about, you know, who you are and what you do? Yeah. Well, thanks for having me. And yes, my name is Sam Pinsens, uh with a season S. And um <laughs> And I'm an online health and wellness coach. So I started my online coaching business about two years ago. And I'm sure we'll kind of talk about why I started that a little bit. Um, I used to work in corporate. So I'm 32 years old. I worked in corporate for like seven years. And I just saw as I like, basically, as I like got promoted, I would gain a dress size (laughs) and also (laughs) lose energy. And I just, I feel like I was on this roller coaster like that just was, I was, it was never going to end. Yeah. And then I um, got into fitness. I became personal trainer on the side. And then I decided to leave my corporate job and um, go from there. So yeah, I mean, my whole mission is really just to help women create a sustainable lifestyle. Like no, none of this, like bad food, cheat meal, anything like that, mm-hmm. just balance something they can sustain forever. And yeah, that's a little bit about, I live in California at the moment. I'm about to move back to Boston. Oh, wow. Fresh. Yeah. Where it's cold. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, welcome gonna to say. our weather. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. When you left your corporate career, like, how did you know it was time to like, say goodbye to that officially? Because I think so many people out there, especially who like, are starting their own businesses, mm-hmm. like, it's very scary to say, like goodbye to that steady income. So how, how did you like make that leap or know you're ready for that leap? Well, I'll be totally honest. My fiance looked at me and said, at the time he was my boyfriend. And he <laughs> said, if, if you want to stay together, you need to leave your job now. Cause I was a raging bee. I was like, I feel that. <laughs> I was so miserable in my job. I absolutely hated it. And, you know, if you believe in the universe or whatever, like I was trying to decide what to do and all that. And then like the gym, I was just working at front desk in, I was really the person that checked you in just Mm -hmm. to kind of get my foot in the door. They offered me to start being a group fitness instructor while I was making the decision. So I was like, okay, well, it's definitely less money, but at least it's constant. It's money. And I was like, (laughs) yeah, I was like, okay, well, this is just perfect timing. Yeah. So I just, I just left. Yeah. I love that. And I love that, like that 
pushed from well you're now fiance but um like I feel like sometimes like we often talk about things with our partner but it's like they'll be like you know whatever makes you happy like I feel like a lot of times you know your significant other is just supporting you like where you are Mm -hmm. so I think that's funny that he's like no we're breaking up if you don't leave (laughs) he's like you are being so terrible you need to leave this job or we will definitely break up That's, like, oh my gosh. Thanks for me know. <laughs> well, and I feel like one of the things that you've said too, where you're like, every time I got a promotion, it's like I went up a dress size. And that is like one of the most real comments that I've ever heard in my life because it's like, oh, like you're making more money, you have more responsibilities. And that seems like in society, it's like, oh, there's no reason for you to be stressed. Like you're yeah, doing great you're at your job great. or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, that stress alone like it doesn't even have to be like eating or not exercising it's like the stress alone you are going to put on so much weight and like continue to deteriorate like mentally and I just love that comment because I feel like it's seen in the corporate world like oh well you got a promotion like your life's great and it's like no like it really isn't (laughs) like there's so much more to it so I just I wanted to call that out yeah it's like oh on paper everything looks fantastic but I was so unhappy and I had no energy. I spent the weekends sleeping, mm-hmm. you know, like, or working. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, I was like, wow, if I just, and I looked at the people, my biggest thing, honestly, that got me to leave my corporate what job was I'm very competitive. So I don't know if you guys can relate, but like, if there's a promotion, I'm like, oh, I'm going for that. You know, yeah. I, I kept getting promoted and I started to look around me at the people above me. And I said, I don't want their life. They look so unhappy and so unhealthy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't want that. Why am yeah. I striving for this promotion that I, I don't even want their life? You yeah. know, and that was a big moment for me of being like, wow, what, what am I doing? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And with leaving your corporate job and starting like with the gym and doing group fitness and things like that, did you feel like it was like you started doing that and it was like the ball got rolling and you just continued finding yourself within that new industry or did you find that there was kind of like a standstill yeah I mean so I live in Newport Beach California which is like fitness mecca Mm -hmm. um it's like there's 10 gyms on every corner and it's very um I'll be honest it's a very looks based location so I got into fitness at the age of 28 and I felt old and I felt a little out of place to Mm -hmm. be honest so I would say it took some time. I did personal training and group fitness. And um, I mean, I'll chew my own horn all day in group fitness. It's like where I thrive. <laughs> I like kill it there. <laughs> I, I love that. I, love really, that. I was just, well, it's just my jam, you know? <laughs> and I was doing really well. Um, but I definitely burnt myself out because I mm-hmm. was teaching five classes a day and on my feet and um, really, really tired all the time. I didn't get into my online business until about a year into fitness. Uh Um, and I started realizing like, Whoa, I could have all this access to people. One that don't just live in Newport beach. And two, I can see everything in their day, not just see them for an hour in a group Mm -hmm. fitness class or personal training. And then they leave and do Lord knows what, which we we all know that it's not just the workout that matters. So, Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And so that answers your question. Oh yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> um, so going back a little bit, so you kind of explained, you know, how you got your career into fitness. So how did you yourself start your fitness journey? Where did that begin? Yeah. So I played um, field hockey in college. So I was always very That's into so cool. Sports. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, do you guys play field hockey? I did not. We didn't even, even have it offered. Like yeah. Oh, I don't know that. It's a, <laughs> At any school a, I went to. It's a super East coast thing. It's like not a thing in California either. Um, so I played in college and I've always been, I mean, I would say then I played in high school and growing up. So I was always really into fitness. I mean, fun fact, I actually, when I was going to college, I was between majoring in accounting or nutrition and pe- <laughs> people said, what are you going to do with nutrition? You're not going to yeah. make any money. You need, you need to do accounting. So I did. And what do I work in now at 32 years old? Nutrition <laughs> and <that>. workout. <laughs> so it's pretty funny, but um, yeah. So I was always into like health and wellness and fitness and, and all that stuff. Like my friends would always kind of like poke fun at me, like, oh, there's Sam again, like eating gluten-free or whatever. Um, <laughs> so I was always interested in it, but then I, I definitely lost sight of my fitness love when I was 
you know, busy all the time and working mm-hmm. all the time. Um, and then I started to overtrain um, and do too much cardio, too many spin classes, training for too many half marathons and all that. Um, and then when I moved out here, I got introduced more into like actual strength training, not mm-hmm. what I thought was strength tra- training, which was really cardio with weights, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's really has been my past four years has been almost five years has been like strength training specifically. And that's where like, I was like, whoa, women need to change what they're doing. And that's kind of, so that's kind of like my journey. And then my journey, I find really rolls into my business because I am five, four or five years ahead of my clients where they start, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I love that. And like for the nutrition side, when and how did you start like wanting to build your knowledge on the nutrition side as well and bringing that into your business? Yeah. I mean, so I was like, okay, I'm going to become like, I'm not just going to get some whatever certification. Like if I'm going to leave my corporate job, I'm going to go all out. So I got certified through NASM, which is one of like the best ones. And they offered one that was like a combo pack of personal training and nutrition. So I got into those two things and I had already seen a big difference in what nutrition can do for you. I cut out gluten years before and saw all these differences and I never knew too much about it, but I definitely wanted to learn about it. So I found myself more interested in the nutrition information, like in my mm-hmm. studies um, and also doing personal training. I was like, I need to know about these women's nutrition. Like that's, mm-hmm. you know, more than half the battle. Half the battle. Yeah. yeah. So that's just kind of when I was like, I need to put these two things together. If I actually want to change people's lives, like, do I want to be here just to be like someone in front of a group fitness class and, and whatever, or do I want to actually <laughs> change people's lives? And that's when I was like, let's do it. <laughs> yeah. We talk about this a lot where it's, you know, if, especially if you're in the fitness industry and you enjoy working out, like working out is easy at that point because you enjoy it. Whereas like yeah. you could be working out every single day and eating like garbage and you're never going to see those changes. Like nutrition is so like, I feel like that is the hardest part about like losing weight, your whole journey, everything like that. I apologize. My dog is eating a water bottle behind me. <laughs> so if you hear that, I apologize. It's fine because now I'm having to hold my mic because my cat took over my lap. Um, <laughs> okay. There we go. So kind of just staying on nutrition, what are some of your like favorite healthy snacks? Also kind of going along with that, you know, when you first started, I know like me and Mary, and we're going to dive more into this had where you eat like healthy snacks, but they're really just kind of like processed garbage. Um, so tell us a little bit, like if you've had experience with that and how you've gotten to your, your actual healthy snacks now and what those kind of favorites are. It's kind of a twofold question. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, don't let fitness people fool you. Most people that are teaching loads of group fitness classes are so unhealthy and most of them are eating like one bars, quest cookies and mm-hmm. all that. So that was me. I would literally wake up at four in the morning get to work just before five, not eat anything, take, teach two classes and then eat like two quest cookies and then go teach two more classes, come home, eat like an egg and then like pass out and then eat like a protein shake later. So like, I've definitely been in that. I was so addicted to those not to hate on a certain brand, but to those cookies and mm-hmm. those, um, those bars. Cause they had sucralose in them, which are, is very addicting. Yeah. I would, I would literally walk by it and be like, Oh my God. I need it. Like, <laughs> oh I, yeah. I used to be obsessed <laughs> with quest stuff. Yeah. yeah. Obsessed. Cause it tastes like candy. Yeah. <laughs> Chocolate chip cookies, man. Right? Like, oh, yeah. And you're like, Oh, it's protein packs. It's fine. You know? Yeah. Um, exactly. And I was getting, yes. I was getting so many gut issues, skin issues, like uh, digestion issues. Well, with that gut, whatever. So I was like, I need to cut this out. Um, and I just started switching to just healthier snacks. Um, and I, I, if you can do dairy, I just think like some freaking yogurt with like some berries and maybe a little bit of granola or something like that is such a great snack. I can do dairy sometimes. So that's every once in a while. Um, I love a good oatmeal situation, whether it's a snack mm-hmm. or, you know, a breakfast, cause you can make a big batch of that yeah. and have it ready for whenever you need it. Yeah. Um, and you put it in a Mason jar and be on your way. If you're someone yeah. that le- leaves your house <laughs> with this world, <laughs> um, <laughs> and really just a lot of protein based, um, snacks. Cause so many snacks tend to be so car based. Mm-hmm. So 
whether that's like a chompy spit stick, which is like one of my favorite things. Um, I love those. <laughs> so good, right? They're so good, yeah. So good. Like I mean, sponsor like, me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, should you have like five of those a day every day? No, but they're so delicious. There's, yeah. Uh, um, and so I always say that. And then like, I always say to you, I think in society, we think like, just like kind of like breakfast, we think snacks need to be a certain thing. We're so used to like the processed mm-hmm. baggie of snacks. Mm-hmm. And I always just recommend, like, think outside a box. It can be whatever you want. Like half the time I tell my clients to make a bunch of tuna salad, have some extra on the side and like dip some plantain chips in it or something. And you know what I mean? Just, just not being, feeling like you need to fit the mold of mm-hmm. what a snack looks like. But because most people don't get enough protein in their diet. And that's usually because their snacks are very carb-based and low in protein. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, like just some, I, I really don't have too many snacks. I do more like little meals, like sure. whether it's tuna salad with a dip or like, I've been getting a hummus lately. Hummus is a good one. Cause it's got some healthy fats, healthy protein in there. Mm-hmm. Um, Ooh, an apple with almond butter. Oh so my gosh. Yes. Can never go wrong. <laughs> can never. Yeah. I love that. I think that's good. Like good ideas too, because I think so often, like what you were saying with like snacks in a little bag, like that's what I go back to. Cause like, that's what I had growing up as a kid. That's what I had, you know, even like, mm-hmm. you know, late teens, early twenties, like that's what the kind of snacks I would go to. And then I'm like, wow, this is literally full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> like actually. <laughs> so oh, yeah. Yeah. It's just interesting to see, like, as you learn more about food just food in general like mm-hmm. how those small shifts you're like wow I bet I think I've been eating so healthy but I've been eating really terribly yeah, oh, yeah. and I I think like putting yourself in that box like you said like tuna could be seen as just like a meal instead of a snack type of thing but like if you look at different countries like I was just talking to my fiance about this like British people don't have like eggs and bacon and things like that for breakfast they have like beans Beans and and toast toast. and halloumi cheese and things like that and it's like those are things that we wouldn't put as like breakfast food but it's because we put ourselves in that box of like what foods are for these different meals and things like that so I love that you said that yeah I mean I I recently a few years ago got like went to a holistic doctor and they told me I had an egg allergy so I can eat them but like if I eat a lot of them it's not the best thing Mm-hmm. So I had to kind of break that mold and be like, well, why can't I have shredded chicken with vegetables and mm-hmm. beans for breakfast? You know, like yeah. a Mexican yeah. bowl without an egg, yeah. um, you know, and I think it's just that thing of it's so ingrained in our brain because of society, like it's like toast or this or that. And yeah, in reality, it can be whatever the heck you want. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Food is fuel. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, you just see it that way. Yeah. And so when you were kind of realizing like that you were having gut issues and skin issues and things like that, was that something you kind of noticed right away? Or were you trying to like deny it? Like, oh, this isn't because of the food I'm eating. Cause I've definitely been in that part too, where I'm like, I really like what I'm eating or, you know, this basis of what I'm eating. So like, I don't want to change it. So I'm going to pretend this isn't happening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for sure. I mean, I about seven years ago now cut out gluten from my diet. And that like changed my life. I'm not celiac, but like a lot of issues I was having went away with my gut and like, I don't know, realizing it's not normal to be bloated every single day. It's not normal to like have so many gut issues, um, not looking so inflamed. I was very inflamed. Um, And the more, I mean, it's it's good and bad because the more (laughs) you go, the more you can look into it. Like right now I'm looking into starting this like bean protocol where you eat like beans throughout every meal it's supposed to be really good for your skin I don't know but (laughs) yeah I'm excited (laughs) but like you can just keep going and keep going and keep going with the things you know yeah I think in general um just being thinking that something could cause something that's going on your body even if it's your mindset or like how you feel emotionally could be linked to your diet I mean when I started looking into all that like whoa I felt got like you know gluten my gut feels better I'm happier I have more energy it's not just about weight. It's not just about the looks. It just, it's all, it really just is all encompassing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that. And so switching gears back to you, your physical fitness a little bit. Um, Mm -hmm. and I meant to ask this earlier, but I forgot, but I want to ask this question. So what's like your biggest why in terms of your personal fitness and what keeps you coming back? Yeah. I mean, it sounds so terrible, but I come from a family that is, very traditional and like the food they eat and everything. 
And I actually had a long conversation with my mom recently being like, mom, this is why I do this because there's been illnesses in the family. There's been, you know, things going on. And like, I want to be like 60 and like hot and also full of energy. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I yeah. want to be like, I don't even really care what size jeans I am, but like, I want to be someone that's like moving mobile. and grooving. Yeah. Moving yeah. and grooving. Like, you know, like I want to be like feeling fantastic. I don't want to be like, oh, I'm so tired and my joints were and like all this, like I'm 32. I'm not a mom yet. So I need to be like a really high energy, you know, in my yeah. 40s yeah. and 50s. So that's my why is like, I just want to feel my best as I get older. I feel younger now than I did in my twenties. So I just kind of want to keep that going. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. I don't blame you. (laughs) So when did your like business come into play? And like, when did like ginger snap fitness actually become like birthed into the world? (laughs) Um, (laughs) Okay. Well, ginger snap fitness came into the world when a good friend of mine, she's amazing. Um, she owns her own like women's coaching business and she's into breath work and all that. And I love it already. She, oh my God, she's amazing. <laughs> I'll connect you guys. She's absolutely fantastic. And she just started calling me Ginger Snap. Like she was like, you're just... <laughs> I, like, I love that. That's so cute. <laughs> she's like, you're just such a little Ginger Snap. And I was like, okay. And then um one day I turned my Instagram handle into that when I was drunk at a wedding (laughs) (laughs) love it and then and then I was like well I can't name my I was I was creating my business at the time I couldn't think about what to name it and then I was like well I mean why do I just name it to just have fitness is that weird and I'm like yeah let's just do it oh that's kind of where the name came from but I also like it too because I'm pretty spicy I'm very honest I'm not really like that type of coach to be like you're not gonna sugar like I'm yeah I'm very honest so that kind of like I'm spicy Mm -hmm. ginger and I'll definitely snap you into shape like in a way of being like okay we've been talking about this for four weeks now you guys like let's go um so that's kind of that bit but in general I wanted to be able to see someone holistically and see what they're doing not just in the gym with me but how many steps they're getting in a day what they're eating every day you know um and I, I don't want them to rely on me to get a workout in um, you know, so many times they couldn't make the personal training sessions because life happens, things come up, they'd cancel. I wouldn't see them for a week mm-hmm. and they'd come back like, well, you know, and yeah. I'm like, I want you to be able to get this in whatever you can, but you want my guidance. So let's find another way to do that. So that's really how it came about. I love that. And what kind of work yeah. do you currently do with your clients? So is it like, hmm. like, breaking down like I don't know if you have different types of packages like so tell us like all of those types of details <laughs> yeah I mean <laughs> ginger stuff has been around for two years now like March is um it's two-year anniversary and I say are because I have like some employees and um, mm-hmm. we have some coaches coaches coming on and stuff but um so we've been through different programs and different memberships trying sure. things out but now now what we have is like what I absolutely love um, so everything is customized to every single person. I don't believe in boilerplate anything. I don't think, I think if you want to get a boilerplate something, you can just go onto YouTube or Google yeah. and get something for sure. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> interest, you <Yeah>. know, <laughs> so everything's customized, um, nutrition and workouts together. Cause I, I really don't believe in doing one or the other. It's all, like we've mentioned, it has to be completely together in order to see yeah. real change. So, mm-hmm. um, I offer nutrition and workouts completely customized to my clients. Um, and we create like the fit club, which is basically just like, uh, we have weekly fit club calls. So we talk about Love different that. topics, whether it's mindset, um, why are we doing strength training? Um, I've had that girl, Erin, that I told you about that breathwork girl come in and do a breathwork meditation for us, yoga, just like all different things. Um, so I offer that to all of my clients and they have like monthly calls with me and then weekly check-ins. So they complete a check-in form. And then mm-hmm. I give them feed, feedback on that. Like, okay, your protein's still too low. Let's add in half a cup of egg whites here or whatever. Um, so that's what I offer. I also offer like, like a VIP status, but that's for someone to me that's like never worked out before, never really tracked their nutrition or anything like that. They're starting mm-hmm. from basically square one. That's more hands-on, but most of my clients are in my fit club program. I love that. Okay. I love that you're, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go oh. ahead, Mary. I was just going to say, I love that. Usually when people have like a VIP, it's like for advanced. 
like athletes and things like that. And so I love the fact that you said that your VIP is for people who, you know, need that extra help or need that extra like nudge. And they are starting the beginning of their journey. Cause I feel like most beginners get thrown into like a, like a group type of thing where it's like, okay, well, you're just here. Whereas like the advanced people get all the attention and I think it needs to be the opposite. So I love that you said that because those are the people who need that one-on-one, that more attention, like that kind of stuff. And if I would have had that as a beginner, like it would have been life-changing, you know? (laughs) Yeah. What I do is like, we do weekly calls in the VIP and I tell them all, like, my goal is not for you to need me for the rest of your life. My goal is for you to be able to graduate Mm-hmm. Um, but what happens a lot of time is they do the VIP program and then they just go into fit club because they yeah. like having someone to hold them accountable. They like all that, but sure. that way they at least set their expectations and their standards, um, and like sorted some out details out early. Mm-hmm. Um, because yeah, I want them to be able to like sort out what works for them and this and that, and mm-hmm. they do need more help during that time. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And you mentioned, you know, working with different types of clients and stuff like that. So in terms of nutrition, do you work with different types of clients there, like vegetarian, like, are you open or like train? I don't even know what to say, like the right verbiage, <laughs> uh, like train to work with other people, or do you kind of work with sort of similar, you know, diets like you, or are you very open with your diet? Like I'm vegetarian, for instance. Um, yeah. You want to hear a little I'm bit about too- that for people listening? super open. I mean, I have clients that are vegan, um, vegetarian, all different walks of life, food wise. <laughs> um, but no matter what, they always need more protein. Sure. Um, so it is always more challenging to get protein in for vegan clients, but I've had plenty of clients figure out a good, clean, healthy way to do that. Um, mm-hmm. like with me. So, cause I think part of it too, is when you're a coach or people, I think in general think that a coach needs to have every single answer for them all the time. And like, like be almost like a drill sergeant or something like that. And that's not really kind of like how I approach things because if someone's a vegan and they don't like certain foods, like who am I to be like, here's a meal plan where you eat everything you hate. Like yeah. that's yeah. not, you know what I mean? So what we always do is we start with what they're eating currently and they do a free five, like a, a five day food log on their own. And I see where they are and we say, okay, like you're vegan, got it. Your protein's too low. Do you like these things? Okay, cool. Let's add in some protein through these veggies through this way. Like do a little vegan protein powder as a snack and, and all that. So really, no matter what diet you follow, it's still the same rules, if you components, will, like, yeah. yeah, components. So it's just figuring out what works for you specifically. I love that. And I like that you start with, you know, what they're currently eating. Cause I think that I so often hear people start working with someone and they're like, just changing it right away. And they're not looking Mm -hmm. at what they're already eating because sometimes it's like, you are eating mostly healthy. We just need to like clean up this or change your little around with that or add, you know, more protein or whatever that case might be. Yeah. I'll be honest. Like every single client I come up and I know we wanted to talk about this too. Like almost every single client I come across is under eating when I get, when they join me. Mm-hmm. Um, and if people will message me on Instagram, like, what should my macros be? I'm like, honey bun, I have no idea. I don't know yeah. what to eat right now. I don't know anything. And if someone does like news alert, you guys, if someone knows nothing about you and gives you a macro goal, tell mm-hmm. them to shut up. Like, they do <laughs> not know you, you know what I mean? Like yeah. if I just put someone, if I just put like your height and age, or whatever into my system. Yeah. It would say someone so should eat about 2000 calories. But if you're currently eating like 1100 calories, like heck no, like that's going to create bad uh, patterns with your food. Cause you're just going to start shoving food in your mouth. Sure. Mm-hmm. And then that's going to also make you have a huge calorie increase overnight, which will definitely lead to some weight gain. And then you're going to get pissed and annoyed and frustrated and then probably give up. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it's all about where someone starts. And then we just add a little bit, little bit, little bit, little bit from there. I love that. Yeah. So we've hinted around this topic like three times now. And I know that you and I (laughs) talked about wanting to talk about this topic. So with those clients and Mary and I have both been here where you are way over training and definitely under eating. Mm -hmm. So just talk to us more about when you get clients like that, obviously you're kind of talking about changing their, their nutrition a minute ago, but like, how do you kind of get them to that place of more balance, but also like I feel like, and Mary, you, maybe you, you can speak for yourself on this, but I think that we're pretty similar. Like when I was in that point and then had to, you know, bring down my training and up my eating, it was very hard mentally to mm-hmm. be like, that's okay. You're not going to gain 50 pounds or by just doing this, like it could actually benefit you. Yeah. 
No, I, I'm completely yeah. on board with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. And I think like, I'm going to throw this out there. Like there's so many people in society that don't believe that this is a thing. Like, uh, like people are like, yeah, okay, sure. I'm like, like not, not, I'm just going to throw numbers on there to make something easy. But like, I've worked with people that are, for example, 230 pounds and they're eating a thousand calories a day on the regular. So mm-hmm. I'm like, well, like, yeah. And on the weekend, every once in a while, they're going to eat a bunch because they're starving themselves and they're sure. hungry, <laughs> you yeah. know? So I'm like, it's a thing, you guys, it's not like that whole, like overconsumption thing is not as much I'm finding as something that I'm currently finding in clients. Mm-hmm. Um, as what people would think. So, um, in general, it, like when you have that mindset of like more and more and more and more, more, as far as fitness is concerned and less, 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 as far as nutrition is concerned, like that is a huge barrier that you need to break through and it's not going to be easy. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I've done so many calls and recordings on this, all my clients, when they come online, they get access to every call I've ever done. Like we have all like basically like an online forum for them to watch every, all different topics. And I tell them like, if there's someone that's in that state, I'm like, I need you to watch this video. And I need you to like, I tell them these things, but I'm like, you need to watch this video as well. Yeah. <laughs> and like, just really, you know, cause they need several signals. And we usually Definitely. just start with baby steps. Like I've had someone that came on, she used to run a lot of marathons, a lot of cardio. And we said, okay, you run like four days a week now. Let's turn that into three. And mm-hmm. then replace that fourth day with just strength training and just taking little steps and little steps and having them take, if this is something that you're personally dealing with, whoever's listening, like take note of your energy as you do that, because it's not always going to show up on like a scale right away or in mm-hmm. a photo, but t- keep like an energy journal and be like, you know, each day, if you do journaling, just write like, how's my energy today on a scale of one to five. And, and you can look back and be like, whoa, it was really low and it's increasing. And that's another way to know that this is working, you know? Mm-hmm. I love that. I think that's a really smart idea. Sorry, Mary. I know you were going to say something. No, you're good. Um, <laughs> I also think it's like, because during that time period in my life where I was under eating and overtraining, it was like, even when you're doing specific lifts, like to add to your energy, like journal, like adding that, like, how did you feel when you were lifting? Like, were you exhausted? Because I remember I would have like, a quest bar or something. And that's like all I ate. And then I would go train three times a day. And my lifts were like, crap, I would feel like I was going to pass out afterwards, like things like that. And it's like, you're not gaining legitimate muscle that you're going to keep if you're not fueling your muscle with protein, you know, fats, carbs, everything. So it's just Mm -hmm. like, I think people see it as, you know, I need to eat less and that's going to improve like what I'm doing. And it's like, you're only hindering your results and like your muscle gain, if that's what you're going for. So I love that. And I think that overeating is not as big of an issue as under eating is. And I think that overeating starts with you are under eating and then you binge eat because of it. So I think that that's like definitely like cause and effect there because I never had an issue with like overeating until I was under eating and then I would binge. So I definitely think that that's more prevalent. You, um, women in, I I work specifically with women, so I can talk very well to women, but I also worked with men and they're in a very similar state. I mean, Mm -hmm. if you're under eating protein, you're going to be hungry. You're going to feel peckish and you're going to like be, have a time where you're going to eat a lot of food Mm -hmm. because protein is very satiating. So if you're under eating protein, like it's just going to happen that you're going to eventually have a binge. I hate that term, but you know, yeah. like have a time where you just start like, ah, like shoving piling food in, in your mouth. Yeah. Piling it in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of like changing gears a little bit. So Mary and I have also both been in a spot where we're balancing our workouts and our food, but we're tracking macros and very, very obsessed. Like I have to hit that protein. I have to Mm -hmm. hit that fat. Have either you been through that or have you worked with clients through that? And how do you kind of get people back? Like, I guess the best verbiage is get them back to reality to be like, it's not your life is not about these three macro numbers. Like talk to us a little bit more on that. Yeah. I mean, first and foremost, like no one needs to hit every number perfectly every single day. It's actually good to have fluctuation and variation. Um, so like all my clients that have macro goals, it gives them like a window. So it's like, it's depending if it's fats, carbs or protein, like about a 10 gram window. So like 
above and below. So they can mm-hmm. be anywhere in that window and it gives them that gold star and they get all excited about the gold star. But um <laughs> listen, <laughs> but adults I mean, love I, stars. We love a good star, you know, they're right. like, oh, I completed all my circles. I'm like, there you go. <laughs> um but I would say in general, I mean it's all just about communication. Like I I say all the time, like you don't need to hit this hundred percent every single day. Your average consumption is what really matters quote unquote so mm-hmm. you know I have one client like on the weekends she like loves her carbs and she loves like having some carbs with like a movie with her boyfriend or whatever mm-hmm. and her carbs always go up on Saturdays like every time so I'm like okay <laughs> cool so let's just create like a low carb day on Wednesday like just think more like you know what I mean like it doesn't it's, you don't have to see it as a bad thing just like sure and then I'll, like, I'll show her a chart like your average macro or your average carb consumption is right around 180 or whatever and mm-hmm. so you can enjoy those things and have those ups and downs. It doesn't need to be perfect every single day. What really ends up happening, what the only times it matters really is if you're eating like 250 grams of carbs every single day and you mm-hmm. should be, should be quote unquote eating 150. That's really, you know, if you're consistently very high over those numbers, that's really the only time that's going to make a huge difference. Everyone has days where they're more hungry than other days. Mm-hmm. And as long as your average consumption is right where you want to be in general, then you're fine. Yeah. And I know that you, um, you talk about how like, you don't like like cheat meals or treat meals or whatever people want to call them, whatever. Yeah. Um, I feel like doing what you're saying, where it's like, you don't need to be straight across the board every single day. Like there can be days that you have lower carbs or days that you have higher carbs. It's like, that's fitting it into your diet. And it's not seen as like a cheat. Cause I remember I was, me and Holly talked about this back in the day when we would count macros and it had to be like, if it fits your macros, it's like, Oh, well, so now I can have half a pint of Ben and Jerry's because it fits my macros. And it's like, you're trying to make those things like be part of it, but instead you're just indulging on things and you're not getting the rest of your like actually getting like micro fuel. Yeah, exactly. Thank you so much. Thank (laughs) you so much for saying micronutrients because that's something else too that I'll, I'll, I'll look at and be like, Whoa, honey bun, your, your fiber is like 10 grams. I'm like, that's, you know what I mean? I'm like, let's get your fiber up, you know, and, and greens, fruits, you know, um, Mm -hmm. And all of that. And I totally agree. Like I myself have hired a nutrition coach just because coaches are coaches doesn't mean they don't need help. Right. So mm-hmm. I hired someone and they had a very, they use things like cheat meals and the mm-hmm. very opposite coaching of what I provide. And mm-hmm. it, it even messed with my head a little bit. And I'm, this is my profession. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, Oh, Saturday night I can have a cheat meal. Cool. Okay. And like super like strict. And I found myself like eating not terribly, but every once in a while I'll be like, oh, I'll just eat that because it fits into this. And like being like kind of obsessing over it a little bit. This is like last summer, fall time. And I was like, what am I doing? Like, this is not <laughs> what I preach. This is not my life. What is going yeah. on? So I know that can totally happen. People can like obsess over their numbers and obsess mm-hmm. over their macros. But at the end of the day, like, you know, I would always suggest like, if you're, if you're blowing any of your macronutrients, but your day was full of natural foods, like we can work with that. That's fine. Yeah. I'd rather have someone eat all natural foods and be like, not totally on target with their macros than eat on target with their macros. And it's all from processed stuff and they're, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Definitely. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. And so switching gears a little bit. So, you know, we are all about all the types of health here. Um, and so we were talking a little bit before we started recording, um, about like, you know, morning routine and things like that. So do you have any like specific morning or evening routine and what do those look like if you do? Oh, yes. So I would say, okay, I'm going to say this, like I've, I've had many different morning routines and nighttime routines, but I also started to find that my morning routine started to stress me out because (laughs) (laughs) I feel like we can Um, add so much to them. Sometimes it's like, whoa, I just need to like cut back a little bit. This is simpler. Yes. And you know, I'm always signing up for new trainings, reading books, all that things. And I just, yes, started adding more and more and more. And I had a business coach that had me doing all these things. And next thing I know, I would literally be doing my morning routine for an hour and a half. And then I just sit there and be like, what is happening? <laughs> and then I would get anxiety that it was an hour and a half after I woke up, but I haven't gotten any work done or or anything. So anything. I would, yes. So now what I just find is I just wake up and I just write whatever I want in my journal. I used to sit and be like, I need to write these five affirmations or, or my whole day will fail and I'll never be successful and like whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so now I just kind of write what I want. I always make sure I write gratitude because that 
just makes me feel really good. So there's days in my journal that there's just gratitude written and that's it. And there's also days where it's five pages of me just kind of going. So, um, but I, I'm always on my couch with my dog and my blanket, which is what I'm doing now. That's <laughs> like my morning. <laughs> I love morning that. Routine. Um, and then nighttime, I just, I always have a, like a cup of tea, water and um, put on my blue light blockers. I'm not going to say I don't watch Sex and the City right before I go to bed because I do, <laughs> but I make sure I have my blue light blockers on so I can sleep better. I love the honesty. I, love <laughs> I, I hate when people like act like every single night they're not doing screen time or like they're being perfect. And I'm like, okay, we know that you have yes. Parks and Rec on before bed. You yes. know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, one thing I will say is I try to do a really good job of, which I don't always do, but mm-hmm. I try to not look at my phone for at least 30 minutes before, because yeah. I, if I have a message from a client that comes in or anything like that, I get very like, oh, I need, a mess- I need to answer it right away. And yeah. I try to not do that every once in a while I will, but I don't sleep with my phone in my bed. I, I leave my, I mean, my bedroom, I leave my phone in the kitchen. I love that. Um, so I don't have distractions and that I do every single night. Cause I would wake up in the middle of the night and think about someone I didn't message or, you know, something and <laughs> yeah. stressed about it. So that's my biggest thing is the phone not being yeah. in the bedroom. I love that tip. I've been saying it for like literally a year that I need to get an actual like alarm clock because I use my phone as my alarm clock. And then Same. if it goes off, I like see everything. And then I immediately, like, once I wake up, I just like go right Start onto my phone yes. and it's like, yeah. I need to need to go invest in an alarm clock and get my phone out of my room. <laughs> I have an alarm Lume- clock and still don't use it. <laughs> oh, yeah. The Lumi one is really good. It like, it like kind of makes it seem like a sunrise. Oh, okay. It's really nice. And it's like, Me on Amazon. <laughs> I, yeah, I think it was like 30 bucks on Amazon or something. I'm going to look that up. Um, That's perfect. Yeah. But I love one. that but tip. And and the fact oh. that, you know, the, it doesn't have to be a consistent thing, but it's something that's on, in the back of your mind. You know, sometimes it happens and that's, you know, it, it happens. It's fine. But I think that just knowing that not everybody's perfect and you try like you, each day to do something small to fix that, you know? I think at the end of the day, like do what makes you feel good because out of all the books and everything I've read, it's like manifesting and all that stuff. It's always like, you need to feel good to do those things. So yeah. if you're stressing over something, but it doesn't actually make you feel good, then don't do that. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I a hundred percent agree. <laughs> and that's something you've been working on this, this year, Mary is like with your mm-hmm. workouts and stuff, like if it doesn't feel good, then you're not going to do that workout. Like you're going to do yep. some, that other type of workout. So I, I love that you kind of said that too, because I've heard Mary mention it like multiple times on the podcast, but also just like when her and I are talking mm-hmm. about certain stuff too, like she's really trying to like not do things that, that I don't want to yeah. do, <laughs> but not in like a put off kind of way. Either. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Not like, Oh, I'd rather stay in bed. I won't work out, but like, yeah. Exactly. I don't, yeah, I get what you mean. Like this yeah. workout wouldn't serve me best today. I'm going to find, I'm going to go on a walk or whatever. Exactly. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And so in terms of like, you know, mental and spiritual practices, Sam, what are kind of your go-tos or your favorite things in those categories that just make you sort of your happiest self, but also like your highest version of you? Mm, Okay. So I love, um, I mean, I just love quiet time. Like that just no, no, nothing on. And I just kind of sit and I, I, I recently did, um, Gabby Bernstein's like 21 day manifesting challenge. Yeah. which was awesome. But, um, it made me realize that like, there's just something so peaceful about sitting and connecting with whatever you want to call that guides or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I just kind of sit and see what I feel around me. Like I don't like ohm and meditate. I don't like anything fancy, but I just sit for like at least 10 minutes of just in quiet. Um, mm-hmm. and th- that's something I just feel like makes me feel really good, whether there's something messages coming towards me I don't know or whatever but um I really love that like just that quiet time because I know for me I can be go 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 yeah so to take that quiet time is like so huge um and I just love a good walk outside which is another way for me to meditate like I just I I rather than sitting and like trying to make something happen like I used to sit on my couch my legs crossed and like Mm -hmm. try to force something I find I just connect with with I've had my best realizations when I go on a walk, like, oh my God, this is what I need to do in my business. Okay. And it's whether that's the universe telling me that or my brain clearing or whatever, yeah. um, those two things. And then 
okay, this isn't like a meditation or, or anything like that, but Oprah Winfrey's what I know for sure book <laughs> on, on audible. If I ever have a day, like I turn that on. It's like Oprah is coaching you through life. And it is so <laughs> yeah, I love that. Oprah. <laughs> oh my God. She's amazing. And she's been through such a journey that oh, I never has. knew. Oh my gosh. I've listened to about 10 times. So if I'm having like a day where I just feel off or anything like that, I'll go for a walk and I'll put on Oprah is what I know for sure. And I'm just walking like, yes, yes. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I like that you bring in the meditation into the walking too. Cause I know, um, it was not, I think maybe last summer I started Mm -hmm. talking about like meditation and walking. And I think Mary, you had said something about like, Oh, I never really thought about putting those together. And then Mm -hmm. one of our other friends, Ashley, I think it was Ashley had reached out and was like, I never thought about like doing some type of meditation when you're like moving and I'm like yeah mm-hmm. it's just a different form like even like I will sometimes listen to like headspace or peloton meditations which yes normally they're asking you to you know close your eyes and stuff mm-hmm. so when you're walking you're not doing that but it's just a different way to bring a guided meditation or a non-guided or music whatever you're doing but just in a different way when you're walking because you're like stimulating but you're also moving like I don't know it's just it's different but I feel like people don't realize like movement meditation is a thing yeah <laughs> well I think that you you hit the nail on the head where it's like not I mean Holly's very woo-woo um as we all know she's very into like doing a lot of different kinds of meditations and breathing exercises and things like that but I think that for the everyday person who's just trying to get into meditation who hasn't really like dove all the way in and they're not not I think yeah who's not Holly um I think that it's good to like know that you don't have to sit there and ohm and like, you know, sit cross-legged and yeah, like you don't have to do that. That's not the only form of meditation. So I really like that you hit that on the head where it's like, you don't even have to listen to a meditation. You can just kind of like let the universe speak to you. And I, I think that a lot of people need to hear that. Yeah. I know. I mean, I spent a lot of time in the past year doing therapy as I'm sure a lot of people have because of Mm -hmm. the world. And my, my biggest lesson was that I was shitting myself all the time. Like I should meditate. I should read, I should do this. And that gives me a lot of anxiety. And so it's very normal that the should gives people anxiety. So my biggest thing has just been being true to what makes me feel truly good. I actually decided to move to California on a walk when I lived in Boston. I was like, I'm going to move to California and I'm going to break up with my boyfriend and I'm going to quit my job. <laughs> and I just like, it, <laughs> I and it, it felt so right. Like people were like, why did you do that? And I'm like, I mean, I sounded like crazy. I was like, I went on a walk. I just, it just, I just felt called just to do to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My angels so. were leading me. <laughs> yeah. And with, angels were leading me. With like such a go-go world and like all the craziness that we are going through. I think that it's, you can get so caught up in just like, not focusing on those things so it's like yeah yeah, you went on a walk and for once like your brain just like let it go you know let everything go and I love that or self-comparison too I mean we're on social media right like how often do you like follow someone's social media like okay that's her morning routine so if I do that morning routine I'm Mm -hmm. gonna be just like her you know what I mean it just kind of goes down and down and down and it doesn't actually serve you best it's just what you think you should do yeah yeah for sure Um, I'm guilty of the of the shitting um that's something I need to work on and probably get a therapist for anyways <laughs> that's a conversation for another day <laughs> well mine's amazing if you need a referral <laughs> oh that's on my 2021 bucket list this year like I want to actually start looking into therapy like not only do I have depression and anxiety which I think can help with that but like I I'm like I'm a people pleaser like I'm a should person like there's so many things that I'm like this isn't healthy. And like, I know now it's not healthy. So like, I need to actually actively work on this with someone else because I'm clearly not doing anything like for myself to fix Mm -hmm. it. I think, I mean, we're all entrepreneurial. Like you guys have your podcast and everything. Like I own on my business, like entrepreneurs are very hard on themselves and we are overthinkers. We think a lot because that's why we became an entrepreneur is we have these ideas. So Mm -hmm. I think it's always good to talk to someone about those things. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. And so speaking of my intentions for 2021, what are some of your kind of biggest intentions that you're setting out for this year, whether it's with your business or something for you personally? Oh yeah. So, I mean, 2020 was a pretty gnarly year, obviously. Um, it <laughs> was going. my best. Yeah. Still going. <laughs> um, my biggest thing is we've always, last year I was planning like some meetups throughout the country 
for, cause I have clients all over the country. So I was planning like meetups at whether a gym or like doing like an Airbnb and like mm-hmm. clients, like showing them how to go to the grocery store, which is something I cover, like going to the grocery store together, getting a drink together be like, let's be real. That's I like, skinny how about you? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's something I've been wanting to get into. That kind of depends on what happens in this world. I'm thinking sure. maybe in the fall, I can start doing that with my clients and then also they can bring a friend and and all that. So that's something I want to do is meetups throughout the country with my clients um, to just go over like real life stuff. Um, (laughs) um, So that's like my business. And then like, obviously I always just like touch more people, get more clients. um, And I have some coaches that want to come on board that um, like one that specializes in like pre and postnatal. Oh, I love that. And then, yes. And then something right now that I'm doing that, like, I'm really studying up on hormones and the women's cycle and like what you should be doing throughout your cycle. So eventually, hopefully this year, I'll have a coaching program that's specifically around you and your cycle and where you are and what your macros and your workout should be with that cycle in each stage. That's something I'm really, really hoping to get going this year. Um, And then personally, I'm getting married. So we have that going on. (laughs) Nice. Have you guys set a date and everything? Oh yeah. We were supposed to get married in September of 2020. So we have rescheduled three times. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we, I, I'm a COVID bride too. So I get it. <laughs> you guys are both engaged, right? Yeah, yeah. I was supposed to be married last July. So okay. canceled that. What's, Love that. <laughs> what's your new date? What's your new date? Our new date is fingers crossed August 20th. I keep forgetting it. Do it. Mine's May <laughs> yeah. 28th and I'm doing it no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> I know at some point you just got to put your foot down to it. <laughs> Oh yeah, actually I'm getting married in Rhode Island and okay. they have a, a new law that for a wedding, absolutely everyone needs to show up with a negative test. So oh, they're letting that. you have it. It's limited up to hundred people, but everyone has to be negative in order to be at the event and they're checking that. And if you're nice. not negative, um, you're not on. So, um, so that's that. why I'm like, okay, cool. At least I know no matter what is happening. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Yeah. 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 Definitely. I know, COVID bride, it's a whole nother thing. I know, it's crazy. <laughs> Are you doing anything with kind of the current situation, like prepping wise for your wedding? Are you kind of keeping your routine pretty similar to just like what it was previously? Um, yeah, so one thing I've been like really, really focusing on is like, from a holistic point of view is um, like clearing out my skin because I get like cystic acne breakouts. So that's mm-hmm. something that I'm always focusing on, which is why I'm starting to do bean thing. Um, and cutting out all coffee, which is like making me sad, but we'll be fine. Um, and I'm actually, I'm actually sharing each week on my like Instagram, um, my personal bride prep story or life, um, (laughs) because I think so often people, once again, right. It relates to like the cutting and overeating and under, excuse Mm -hmm. me, under eating and over training, um, being like, okay, right now I'm three months out from my wedding. Like I'm quote unquote bulking like I'm you know so walking through that whole process of like what that looks like and I'm sharing that weekly as far as like what I've been doing updates and um like how I feel and taking photos which I hate doing but (laughs) I like that though it's like it's it's kind of like giving that not I guess inspiration and motivation but also I don't know that's something extra to other women who are kind of out there thinking oh my gosh I need to kill myself to look good for my wedding but also like COVID so everything's fucking ruined for my wedding like I think that that's nice that you're kind of giving those like hey I'm still doing it but also like I'm very much like keeping it real with my routine like I'm not going insane (laughs) yeah I think too because what happens I see so often is like a lot of people they look their thinnest ever at their wedding and then they go on their honeymoon and they eat and drink more than they did all day and then they instantly (laughs) puff and and put on weight and I, I mean we've all seen it right women get married and then usually put on some weight after so just to stop that and to kind of just show like this is how you can prepare for anything whether it's your wedding or a trip or photo shoot Mm -hmm. or anything you know um talking I mean right before the wedding we'll be doing a little bit more I mean for sure but um it doesn't have to be something another stress yeah Um, yeah yeah well that's what I see a lot with like brides is that they'll be doing this like cardio like all cardio and like low diet and things like that and then it's like they're wondering why they're not losing weight and it's because they're so stressed out about it and that like you'll see some women will gain weight before their wedding and it's like well because you're so stressed like you need to just chill like keep a normal routine like keep doing what you're doing don't like you said don't cut everything like don't restrict yourself yeah 
like for instance, like this weekend, yesterday, I went to do like my upper body workout and I just felt very inflamed and very tired. And I usually feel really good on my upper body workout days. Uh Um, and I just realized, you know, I have so much, I'm moving across the country and planning a wedding in the next three months. So that's a lot. And I own my business. Uh So I said, I'm just going to bring it down to three full body workouts. I used to, I was doing like four workouts, two lower body, two upper and a cardio day. I was like, I'm just going to bring it down to three full body workouts and one cardio day. Cause cardio is more of my, like another way of being in therapy, (laughs) So (laughs) like a spin class, you know? So I love that. But, and just realizing you, you need to adjust and there's no perfect way or right way. It's just what your body um, feels. And when you are stressed planning your wedding, the last thing you need to do is put a bunch more stress on your body. Cause that's Definitely. just gonna, like you mentioned, like not gonna go well. Definitely. Yeah. Yep. And one thing else I wanna point out before we kind of start re- going into our wrap up questions, you mentioned um, a program on like period and cycle syncing. So this I is something that me, <laughs> me and Mary are both interested in. I've done some research already, but last week we were on uh, two of our friends podcasts and they're both guys. And I started going into this a little bit and both of them, especially Cam, he was like, so fascinated. I feel like, He's yeah. like wow, you have different phases of your period. Like what? And I told my fiance afterwards, like he's the type of guy that definitely went to his wife afterwards and was like, Abby, did you know you have phases of your period? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. So and like certain that? things that you should eat during that time and you know, all this stuff. So when you get closer to bringing that out and stuff, I think that's a conversation we'd like to have you back on for, because yeah. I want to start exploring that much deeper. Cause I don't think a lot of women know this and clearly men don't, but, <laughs> um, <laughs> like, I think it's so important that we mm. change our food and our workouts and things like that throughout our cycle, because our energy is different each week, depending what phase we're in. Um, yeah. and I just don't think that knowledge is widely out there. So women just don't, don't know period. Yeah. Yes. Period. Um, like first <laughs> period. Yeah. For sure. I, mean, I, I think right now there's this whole new focus in society around women's hormones, which I find beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, there is a really interesting episode on mind pump around, they had a specialist come in and talk about hormones and cycles and all that stuff. Um, for anyone that wants to check that out, but, um, and I think just there was such a movement towards birth control for so long and everything, everyone was just kind of avoiding the fact that we have hormones and like, wasn't even getting their periods forever. And now all of a sudden I've found a huge movement of women going off of birth control, being yep. more in touch with their cycle. People are check, tracking their cycle on like the flow app or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, personally, I went off of birth control a few years ago. It was the best thing Same. I ever did. And yeah. So Please I think now women, yes. It's amazing. <laughs> so now, so now women, I think are starting to be like, whoa, like there is so much that, that goes on with this. And people are just being more open to the conversation. I think like five, 10 years ago, if you tried to have that conversation with those guys, it probably would have been like very faux pas and very like, what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Women don't get their period. You know what I mean? Like, um, yeah. so, and it is so, and so many women that are doing this over training and under eating or having a lot of hormonal imbalances yeah. because they've been on birth control for 10 plus years. They've been mm-hmm. under eating, which definitely affects your hormones. They've been overtraining, which affects your hormones and affects like your adrenal glands and everything. And then they're trying to like fix that, but it could be something that they've been doing for 10, 15 years that they're trying to course correct. Yeah. So I mm-hmm. think being in line with your hormones can really help, help that work better for you. So yeah, it's super interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So that's going to be a, an episode for the future. So everyone come back. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. I'm so excited. <laughs> um, so to start wrapping this up, what are three things that you're grateful for today? Ooh, well, I'm definitely I love how your for... eyes just like shot open. I, I love gratitude. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm very thankful for my two pups, which are cuddling me at the moment. Yes. I bet. Mm. Um, she just looked at me like, do you love me? Um, so I'm definitely <laughs> grateful for my dogs. And um, something I write every day is I'm so grateful for technology. Like, it's so cool that we can have this call all from our homes or yeah. like I can coach my clients on an app. Like, I'm just mm-hmm. so grateful for this new technology that, yes, sometimes gets demonized, but it's pretty <laughs> flipping cool what we can yeah. do. Yeah. Um, so I'm so grateful for that. And yeah, I mean, I'm just grateful. I mean, I live in California, you guys. I'm looking at a palm tree and sunshine. So I'm pretty yeah, grateful pretty for nice. that. <laughs> and yeah, so we're like Boston. A pound of <laughs> yeah. snow over here. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. A pound. What a pound. I, I wasn't going to correct you, but <laughs> you're good. 
<laughs> oh my yeah. god um so at the end of the day what do you say or what would you say pushes you to the next the next day. anything day the next oh day. the next day okay Got sorry it. didn't finish that oh, no. at all no that's good <laughs> um what pushes me to the next day I mean I think that's a great question because obviously with what's going on it's been a really hard time we talked a little about being COVID yeah. brides I mean there's been days where it's like ish is hard you know yeah um I had like a little bride moment yesterday I was like I never remember having a bachelorette I don't care we're done with everything <laughs> whatever you know what I mean I just yeah. had like a freak out day but yeah like, this gets me excited it's just new opportunities and new possibilities like I I write that as well that I'm grateful for that every day like just new possibilities new opportunities every single day is a new thing a new opportunity to do something and to change your mindset and if I'm having a bad day I just go to sleep really early and sleep it off and I wake up like was that really a big deal? No. Okay. New day possibilities. (laughs) You know what I mean? So I think just, Mm -hmm. just that each day you can, you can, you can decide what your morning routine looks like. You can journal, you can read, you can do something to change how you think. And, um, you can change someone else's life. I mean, that's really what gets me is every time I get a new client, like I still to this day, get like a little teary eyed because I just get so excited. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. (laughs) And then lastly, where can our listeners find you? Where can they chat with you, work with you, et cetera? Yeah. So my personal Instagram is just Samkinsons. Um, so P-I-N-C-I-N-S. And that's my personal Instagram. And then we just created a business Instagram since we have so many plans for 2021 with new coaches and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is Ginger Snap Fitness Online. So when sold Ginger Snap Fitness, I'm, it's not even active. Don't get me started on that. But anyway, <laughs> Ginger Snap Fitness Online is my business page. So we're always running free challenges. I have one starting today. So if you ever want a little kick in the pants, it's a free five-day challenge that I offer like every other week. Um, so feel free to reach out on either of those. I love that. I love that. Well, thank yeah. you so much for being here, for of sharing course. your light, sharing your story, and just really like, I don't know, I think like connecting with women in a different way, in a different conversation that we've had on the podcast before. So thank you. Mm. Thank you. <laughs> oh, and real quick, I said I would provide you guys oh, yes. with my guides. So I will send you guys my, the links at the link. So anyone can ask oh, if you want to put it in the notes for yes. a snack guide, because you asked about snacks and then also um, a breakfast guide. Cause I find those are the two things that people, I don't want to say struggle with, but yeah, they I would struggle say with. struggle with. I would say, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. You yes. Know, Thank so. you for reminding me. So all of the, the ones Sam sends me guys will be down in the notes. So um, we'll have her Instagrams linked there as well. So you guys can go follow her and uh, you know, stalk her Instagrams like we do. And <laughs> then you can also get the healthy guys. <laughs> yes. Yeah. All the guides. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> And thank you so so much. much. I think that you've just brought so much to our listeners. And I hope that anybody who's listening, who is dealing with any of this, like reach out to any one of us. We're all here to talk. So, and we'll put you in touch. If you don't find Sam on Instagram, we can put you in touch with her. So yeah. Thanks for having me. I love that. I I listened to you guys' podcast and I was like, yes, women are like trying to talk about everything and like not, you know, because it's just that fake fitness. It's just so saturated. Mm -hmm. And like, I just love people that are trying to get real. And you guys are doing that. So thank you. Oh, thank, thank you. you. <laughs> Try to be candid. <laughs> <laughs> Love awesome. it. Well, thanks again for joining us. We'll have everything in the yeah. show notes and then we will have you back in, I don't know, maybe the end later this year when you have your hormonal program. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Now I'm like going to go start it right now. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> awesome. Well, that was a great episode. Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> Am I right? Am I right, folks? <laughs> no, that was really good. Um, she just has such a light and such an energy, and you can tell that she's so passionate about what she does. Yeah, and I think that that's huge, especially when you're dealing with your own health and the health of others, is to have that excitement and that you know energy towards what you're doing. Yeah. And I love like her, her whole mission. It's just like helping. I mean, I know I'm sure she has worked with men obviously as well as she's do group fitness and stuff, but like helping mm-hmm. women just like kind of be their best selves. I feel like, mm-hmm. like she just wants women to like step into their power. I feel like, and in all aspects of their life. And I, I love that. Yeah. And I feel like she's erasing a lot of like stigmas that are out there, like the under eating and the overtraining and things like that, which honestly, and again, I can't speak for men. I can only speak for myself as a woman, but I feel like that's such a struggle for 
us in our headspace to be like, I ate a donut. Now I have to go, you know, work that off, do extra cardio, overwork it and things like that. And it's, it doesn't have to be that way. And so I like that she's kind of crushing those things with the people that she works with and just online as a social presence. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I can't wait to see like, as she dives more into, I know we kind of briefly chat about like the period stuff and everything like that. I can't Mm -hmm. wait to see how she expands with all of that. That's something I'm looking forward to seeing and, you know, having her maybe back on talking more on that sort of focus. Yeah, for sure. And she's actually moving right now. Like she's getting ready to pack up all of her stuff and like move. And that's just such an exciting journey. So I'm excited to watch and we'll put all of her information in the uh, show notes, but watch her on her journey to travel to a whole different state. Yeah. And that's huge. I was messaging with her this morning actually, and, or last night, last night. Um, and I'm pretty sure she's moving like now or like getting Mm -hmm. ready to move like now. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So make sure you follow along with like perfect timing for this episode and her move. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I saw some of her stories. She's like selling stuff from her place and I'm like, I love all your stuff, but you're in California and I'm in Chicago. So yeah. I can't have that. I'm not going to come pick it up. Right. She's like, anybody in this area, if you want this table. And I'm like, I want it. <laughs> but yeah, no, this was a great episode and I'm excited to hear what your guys' thoughts are. So please let us know. Um, let us know who else you want us to have on the podcast too. Yeah. If there's someone that you're interested in, or like we said before, like a topic you're interested in, let us know. We are obviously very open to exploring Mm -hmm. many different topics and we want to keep diving deeper into like multiple facets of different types of life and health and everything like that. So, um, if you do have any suggestions, you can send them, send them over to us on Instagram at get fitty with it pod, or you can email us at getfittywithitpod at gmail.com. And even if it's like you, if you want to pitch yourself to us, like a lot of people who we've had as guests, like pitch themselves to us. And so let us know, like, we would love to have you on. Let us know what you want to talk about, um, kind of what health aspect you want to focus in on. So, yeah. Definitely. And with that being said, we hope you guys have an amazing Monday if you are listening to this on release um, and have a really amazing week. We are coming into April. um, So fresh new spring month. So have a good beginning of your April and we'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye.